Following the completion of this episode, OnlyFans rolled back changes in policies pertaining to the types of content allowed on its service. However, we believe the information covered in this episode of The Very Online Show is still valuable from a historical perspective as it provides insight and context on how sex work can be marginalized and ostracized. Thanks. You're watching The Very Online Show, episode four, so you already know what this is. This is the show in which two extremely online people, that's me and Lucy, uh, explain to one increasingly online person, but also decreasingly online. online person. I'm getting better. Like, we're, we're teaching you about what's going on, so you're becoming more online. But it's, in order to teach you, we've asked you to step away from being online, so you're becoming mm, less online. Yeah, it's like one step forward, two steps back. It's all good. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, where we, we try and teach Jeff what the hell is going on, tell him what's going on so that he doesn't feel left out of any conversations around his uh, young children. So I can understand my six-year-old, you know? Exactly. And your six-year-old will have something to say about today's subject. Oh, I um, hope... I uh, hope actually, the six-year-old doesn't have anything to say. <laughs> Wait, uh, uh, so I'm I'm driving the show this week. Jeff, question for you. Hmm. What would you say the biggest news story of the week has been as pertains to internet culture? Uh, the, the news story that pertains to internet culture. I don't uh, I don't know. Keep, okay. Well point, I've given point me in the I've, right direction. I've given you all a link. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um to a, a video at the right I, time. I don't even need to watch the video. I, can, I know you. I, I, I know that head. you know this. I know this word for word. Uh, if you're yeah. all in the watch together, um, let's just let's just hit play on this bad boy. Let's find out. Look, Janice, Denise, Tiffany, Amber, Thieson. <laughs> Let me go ahead and share a little something special with you that I like to call Perry's perspective. One. If someone's standing in front of me in line at the coffee shop and they can't decide what they want in the half hour it took to get to the register, I should be allowed to kill them, too. I'm fairly sure if they took porn <laughs> off the Internet, there'd only be one website left, and it'd be called Bring Back the Porn 3, and most importantly of all... We don't need to hear number three, but that's number two of Perry's perspective, is now Bring Back the Porn. Now I know. Mm -hmm. uh, so this week's episode is going to be all about porn, um, specifically what's happening with OnlyFans yes. and who's editing this one? Is it Voidburger? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, apologies in advance. Cause obviously that yeah. means B-roll for this one is not going to be, uh, it was going to be difficult to find B-roll. Also, if you can find a clip of John Ronson saying the word porn and compare it to my impression of him, that would be great. Porn up. Porn people. Porn people. Porn film. Porn, 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 porn. All right, here it goes. Porn. <laughs> it's very good there and you if go. you've never heard um the butterfly effect or the last days of august um yeah. you should uh but also john ronson journalist author has a very particular dialect and when he says the word porn it sounds exactly like that porn. Do it one more time one more time Tim. it's like this porn. Porn. <laughs> it's like the soft puckering of the <laughs> bee that really it's does like it. it's like a deflating ball why is he why is he make such a meal out of it? That's so <laughs> I have no idea. It's a great podcast though. Oh. It's amazing. Okay. Um so anyway, 
yeah, this, I know I've mentioned it on the show before, is like the internet has such a fascinating relationship with porn. There sure. is like a weird symbiotic relationship, whether it's, you know, advancing tech, advancing and changing the way that we use the internet to then coming full circle and the powers that be condemning the use of porn on the internet, having to put safeguards in place that the porn industry like is really clever about getting around and then in doing so pioneers the internet in different ways, technology in different ways. It's fascinating to me. Um, but unfortunately it kind of comes with the, um, you get the great parts of the, uh, the cool new tech and yeah. ways we explore the internet. And then there's like the really shitty stuff, which is like the legislation laws cracking down. And so what better way to explore that than with what happened with OnlyFans last week. So, uh, Jeff putting you on the spot. What Don't lie, only- Jeff. What is OnlyFans? No, look, I know the story. I know what happened last week. Mm -hmm. OnlyFans is like, hey, you know that very medium that made us uh, who we are today, that put us on the map, and the only reason that we're profitable, porn. Mm. Uh, We're gonna out. We're gonna ban it in some capacity. How much do you use OnlyFans, Jeff? Uh, I don't use it at all. I've never. Uh, Here we go. Look at this guy. Hey, I'm not Come saying I'm on. above it. I'm not saying I'm above it. I've just not gotten to the point where I'm seeking it out. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I could I could I uh, visualize a situation where I dabbled into it to support uh, a creator? I mean, sure. like, I for one would love to see you as a content creator on OnlyFans. I'm not sure you'd be getting what you're paying for there. <laughs> well, it depends. It depends. So... I, I, I think OnlyFans has. Well, I guess we could call it like a stigma. I don't really, maybe that's the wrong word, but they have a reputation for it being a bastion for porn, explicit porn. Mm -hmm. Uh, The way, like, if you asked me a month ago, like, what's OnlyFans? I'd be like, oh, every, you know, adult film star has a separate account on OnlyFans where you can get, you know, this like personalized, not personalized, but like intimate, you know, uh, exclusive look look Hmm. into that adult stars you know porn life and get the porn direct more directly than you can on some free porn website direct to you so i mean yeah. only fans like i think you hit the nail on the head that it's a social platform where artists can monetize their content easily. And so like a lot of OnlyFans is actually very empowering to creators. Like you could set your own, make your own content, set your own price, set your own payout schedule. Um, and you, you can even get used to be able to get paid out on demand. It was made by a couple of brothers in Essex in 2016. Oh. And then it's, in 2018. It makes perfect sense because Essex has the word sex in it. So nailed it. That, that well is done. correct. But then in 2018, uh, the guy who owns, uh, is it My Free Cams, acquired a 75% stake in the business. And that's when OnlyFans really started to pivot towards like sex work. Mm. Um, which is like, that's the thing that's like most widely known for is like, uh, non, uh, NSFW stuff and porn. Uh, but there were like, and we will talk about this later. There's a bunch of other stuff on OnlyFans too. Um, like musicians, models, artists, makeup artists, like ton of people on there, whatever. And so the reason it's hit the headlines is because they're like, no, we're taking away the porn. And like, I think for me, at least it's very important for me to get this off my chest up front. Like sex work is work. Sure. And uh, the relationship with the internet that I spoke to um, up above, it's like, it's very important to know like historical context is that like 
the relationship that sex workers and folks who make not suitable for work content, they're constantly downtrodden, beaten up, like beaten by um, like PayPal, banks refusing to give them bank yeah. accounts. Like it's a really, really fucked up thing. They're like just trying to make a living and trying to make a living safely. And then you have all of these people just getting up and interfering and just saying that, no, you can't because of like, oh, well, it offends my morals or offends my sensibilities. Yeah, it's super really yeah. fucked up. And, and, and yeah. the thing is like, there it's it's a form of service a form of labor that is taken advantage of by millions and millions and oh, for sure, sure there's a there's a stigma around revealing your consumption of pornography but fundamentally humans exist and they have a sex drive and this is one of the most convenient ways of taking care of that and the fact that there's a group of workers out there that dedicate themselves to doing that is incredible the fact that people enjoy that is good the fact that there are mechanisms in place to vilify them and and um make that life difficult for them knowing how essential it is is pretty much unacceptable and it's why like people should be supporting sex workers sure because you're definitely using it and if you, you're using oh, yeah. it you, maybe you should stand up for it when people need you there yeah. is a, a there is an a, a abhorrent amount of hypocrisy with that specific thing, which just anyone who has the slightest ability to critically think should be repulsed by the idea yeah. that this is yeah. not okay. Anyway. So, yeah, just wanted to get that out, like, at the top of the show, because this is, like, the, the whole thing about the story is, like, yes, it's OnlyFans, yes, this is a huge news story, but it really has a really horrible horrible um i think i think the ripple effect of this is going to be felt for years to come and um it's going to be it's 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 hit the porn industry first but it's going to massively trickle down we'll talk about that in a second but okay. it's like if you if you want to have a free internet um this is going to make it pretty like not free as in like money but free as in uh in terms of content open. wise yeah. open internet um this is uh fucking scary so only fans thrived during the pandemic obviously because everyone uh not only is everyone kind of stuck at home so much more time in front of the computer um but also like porn sets had to close obviously because couldn't can't shoot porn in a pandemic unless you are a um or a porn actor or porn actress and you're living with another one it's like it's very difficult and so many many people in the porn industry turn to only fans um, or if and- you're really into hazmat suit play I was going to say like full body condoms maybe or something that Hey, uh, no yeah. kink shame. No kink yeah, shame no, on the very into. online show. Yeah, yeah, don't yuck that yum. Uh, and so the number of users and the number of creators on OnlyFans absolutely skyrocketed. Like there was this article with um BuzzFeed and um the COO said that, you know, it was like OnlyFans was mentioned in a like a, a Beyoncé verse of a Megan Thee Stallion song mm. and then after that they were getting like 200,000 new users. And between seven to eight thousand new creators every day. Wow! And so right now, OnlyFans has about one hundred and thirty million users, which is wild. That's a, a huge, huge massive, amount. Massive, yeah. massive. Um, and so then last Thursday, so for context, uh, for you watching and listening at home, like we're recording this on Monday. So if, if other stuff has happened, then um, I'm sorry. We... If it gets reinstated by Thursday, that'd be funny, but I don't, th- <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, so Bloomberg reported, and the Bloomberg headline was, OnlyFans is getting out of the porn business. 
citing mounting pressure from banking partners and payment providers. Tam, do you want to read this little highlighted thing here? Yes. So this comes from Input Magazine and it says, Effective 1st of October 2021, OnlyFans will prohibit the posting of any content containing sexually explicit, explicit conduct. In order to ensure the long-term sustainability of the platform and to continue to host an inclusive community of creators and fans, we must evolve our content guidelines. Creators will continue to be allowed to post content containing nudity as long as it is consistent with our acceptable use policy. These changes are to comply with the requests of our banking partners and payout providers. We will be sharing more details in the coming days and we will actively support and guide our creators through this change in content guidelines. Fuck that. Yeah. So, like, I mean, it's we'll get into Tumblr and you know, all the stuff that happened with Tumblr around similar things. But it's just like, you can post a nude, but you can't post, like, what's sexually explicit. Does that mean, like, P and V? Yeah, that's what... P and A? Like, you know, like, what's what's your... I mean, I can't wait for those new uh, guidelines to come through that have to explicitly write out what is and isn't allowed on OnlyFans anymore. It's probably Mm. like the, you know, it's like the the, the Cinemax uh, filter. Yeah, exactly. That's probably what they're what they're going for. Right. And so so that was the Bloomberg thing. Um and now a website that is built off the back of sex work and has like become hugely successful thanks to it is now having to 180. And you know, the question is like why why specifically? And the answer is obviously money, but this is like the rabbit hole. This is why I thought this was going to be like a really cut and dry video topic, but then I started researching it and it's not. So last Thursday, as well as the Bloomberg piece, a couple hours prior to that, Axios, Axios? Axios, Axios, sure. Axios um, got a hold of a leaked pitch deck from OnlyFans, and it was their leaked financials. Um, And it was a pitch deck trying to find a strategic partner to invest in the company, which at that point had been, like, not being funny, I do not understand how companies are valued like, I watched that fucking um, WeWork documentary and it was like, how was that at 16 billion and then lost everything? Like, yeah. money at that scale has no, like, it goes over my head completely. But anyway, like, uh, an evaluation of over a billion dollars for OnlyFans. And according to Axios, and like, this article is like quite interesting. It's very short. They, they do a really great thing of like breaking down the bullshit. Um, several huge firms passed immediately. Um, multiple investors apparently called the pitch deck that OnlyFans made pretty disingenuous mm. because nowhere on it did it mention sex work. And like at the same time, MindGeek, which is the company that owns Pornhub, based in Montreal but headquartered in Luxembourg to get around tax. Oh. If you go on the MindGeek website, very, very similar story. Like completely um, uh, no ties at all. But it had like it had like huge numbers on there. So there's like uh two billion dollars in sales on OnlyFans in 2020 alone. Yeah, I that's I believe it, of course. OnlyFans gets 20% of that. Which is like that's that's some big numbers. And like I said, mm. valuation of over a billion. Um so the company's huge, huge sure. growth. No one's investing. And it's because some VC funds, venture capital funds, are explicitly not allowed to invest in adult content. Some are afraid of minors using um, minors using the uh, the service. However, Snapchat. Yeah, you know? I, like, so are we going to discover 
like what it really is. Okay, because mm-hmm. I have my suspicions. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to pull the rabbit out of the hatches mm-hmm. yet, but I'll just it is, wait. It is <laughs> it is on its face when you tell the story up until this point. It is infuriating. I did, I never oh, expected yeah. an episode of the very online show to make me mad. Mm. But that's where we're headed. That's where we're, no, then I'm like, I was, yeah, just to forewarn you, that's absolutely where we're going because it gets be worse. Yeah, it oh, gets oh, worse. Dear. Oh dear. Okay. Um, so yeah, and you know, other people were just afraid that like the brand's um, visuals, so to speak, that uh, would make them unattractive to mm. uh, other partners. Um, so if you look at the, the, the sort of rock and a hard place situation, there's a lot of things in this what I was writing and I was like, that could be construed a different way, like rock and a hard place. Sure. It's going to be a lot of that this episode for sure. Yeah. Um, so there's like, it seems like this is a very immediate thing, like that OnlyFans saw this valuation, saw the fact that they weren't getting investment and they decided to cut folks off. Like the like cut the sex workers and cut NSFW careers out. No. This has been in the works for, from what I can tell, at least well over a year. And we could pretty much pinpoint the thing that has definitely led us down this path. Um let's all take a look at the OnlyFans website together. Okay. So this is the welcome.onlyfans.com. Okay. Um, I think this is the site that you get if you are, if you're a creator. Um, but like Jeff, just like have a scroll. What do you, what are we seeing as we look down this? Um, you know, I see, uh, an attractive person, mm-hmm. uh, taking a selfie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see some big time media outlets being called out as, uh, places that have covered only fans. Mm-hmm. Some very reputable ones. Right. Some. Uh, you know, maybe a little bit uh, of a of a, an explainer about the history of OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. What is this thing? Um, and then a, a bunch of impressive metrics: 130 yeah. million uh, registered users. You know, they they you know it just seems like they uh, are are leading with their with their strengths of of metrics. Maybe not being fully transparent about. What I would be willing to bet is the majority of content on OnlyFans. Yeah. And then if you if you yeah. go down to live stream on OnlyFans. Yeah. What oh. are others streaming? Well, we're streaming all kinds of cooking, naked, acting, naked, naked, comedy, but naked, naked. art while well, fucking, fitness, <laughs> fucking, music, beauty, gaming, wellness, and more. Oh, okay. They did and more, and more. They means did hardcore, do an and more. The, the other thing is, like, look at the underneath it. There's hair from the creators. Look at the 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 uh, the titles that they list as their jobs. Yeah, or, you've or got, the- you know, you've got um, Verona Bazuku, uh, who's a beauty creator, mm-hmm. talking about you know doing makeup art and whatnot. Danimal, a skater, who's like, yo, I got OnlyFans. They've got my back. I, I create on here. David Coleman, a fitness creator. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say this is probably misleading in a major way. So also they released a mobile app recently. And obviously there's not going to be any nudity on the mobile app because it's not, you are then kind of beholden to what Apple and Google think. 
Um, but again, it is sidelining the creators the, that have built your platform. Um, and earlier in the week, last week, they launched OFTV, a free streaming service from over a hundred creators featuring cooking, fitness, comedy, and music, and over a library of eight hundred videos. It's a, uh, I think it's a free channel that you can definitely get in the UK. Um, yeah, it doesn't come off as like an overnight pivot. No. Yeah. Um, and so this tweet that I've linked here is um, a couple of days after the uh, we're getting out of the porn thing. So this is uh, Hannah Rutherford. Uh, she's a Twitch streamer. She raises a lot of money for um, actually like pro sex work and LGBTQ plus charities. Hannah is incredible. She's just done a bunch yeah. of, uh, of live streaming for charity actually very recently. So if you've got some bucks to kick away, go check out uh, Hannah's streams and Hannah's Twitch. Uh, low media and it's hi Hannah I'm, I'm contacting you on behalf of OnlyFans we'd love to have you as a creator on our platform so literally I think this was like two days after they they were basically just slamming the door in the face of so many of their creators they're doing way more concentrated outreach on folks like who are in gaming and um, and all this kind of stuff so what you're saying is they basically overnight they're were pivoting. like Yo, we're twitch now like we're well, no, 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 no. they've been slowly moving towards this right yeah. right but i'm but saying I think, like after the news came out they started reaching oh, yeah. out to people being like hey we're, we're we're a better twitch now you should come join our yeah. platform because we're they're still they're still yeah like they, yeah just, they have been doing this for a while and lucy knows about this but i was i was asked to be on OnlyFans. You were, uh, yeah. With mm -hmm. with a, they were like, we'll set you up with a VIP account, and we'd love to you to create. But this is when they were still very much on the come up as a porn site. So I was like, mm. excuse you, <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see it. this. Okay, <laughs> like, let me think. Ain't nobody me interested in this. Think about this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but, it's yeah, like they are making that pivot. They've been making the pivot very, very gradually. And now I guess that the news is out there. Maybe it's just because it's, it's like bottom Meinhof. Like it's way more obvious that this is what, you know, seeing kind of like connect the dots everywhere. Um, but then last year as well, they had this, uh, you know, they were having this incredible year and Bella Thorne. So if you've seen Bella Thorne trending over the last few days, this is why it's because last summer she joined. OnlyFans and made a million dollars in 24 hours. And she did that by charging $200 for nude content, which turned out to her, be, like her not being nude. Like she was wearing lingerie at the time. Uh. And OnlyFans had to process thousands of refunds. Oh. So it's not, not that I'm saying that like it is the type of content but OnlyFans has fucked over its creators in a different way. And that one was sparked by Bella Thorne. And so the because they had to deal out thousands and thousands of mm -hmm. refunds, they made changes to the platform last year. So you know how I was talking up front about like, you could get paid out, you could set your own prices. You used to be able to. Then OnlyFans changed that. So tips were capped at a hundred bucks. You could only charge up to $50 for exclusive content. And then they changed payouts that were weekly to be uh, monthly. So obviously that's done to protect themselves, but it's kind of like, in hindsight, it's like they they were fucking over so many people who use OnlyFans to make a living. Question. Yeah. So they had to do all these Bellathorn refunds. Yeah. Because people were like, I wanted to see nudity. I didn't see nudity. Mm -hmm. And OnlyFans was like, you're right. We are. That is who we are. You had yeah. every right in the world to assume that you would be seen. You would be seeing nudity on our porn platform. Mm -hmm. Uh, here you go. Here's your money back. And then, 
And then they made change, actively made changes to their platform to prevent that kind of situation happening again. They seem nice. So this this stuff about the uh, the venture capital stuff and the fact that websites that used to be very famous for uh, NSFW content um, and are now no longer. So what I'm saying is we've seen this happen before and it's never really turned out well. So I think one, probably the most like famous, probably, in at least in my mind, the most famous recent example of this is Tumblr. Yes. The porn blogs on Tumblr. So they banned porn in December 2018 on Tumblr to try and gain advertisers. Um, and this is why uh, the meme female presenting nipples was a thing because Tumblr's like terms of service were very, very specific um, about what did and didn't constitute nudity for them. And so like, if you, if you want to hear something wild, please 20, 2013 Tumblr was sold to Yahoo for three, uh, $1.1 billion. Yep. Mm. yep. And then uh, like six months later it was sold for 3 million. I believe that is called a loss. That is a That is what the kids loss. call a massive L. A, a big L. Taking like a big L there. huge L. The only Taking bigger big L, L than that L is the rapper Big L. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So that happened in Tumblr. It happened to Patreon. Um, they started to like close creators' uh, accounts down if there was uh, gasp, clutch, clutch the pearls if there was nudity. Um, it, it's like weed. Uh, yeah. The same problem dispensaries ha in, in states that allow recreational marijuana, mm -hmm. like the banks don't want anything to do with them. So these dispensaries are forced to like hire private security yeah. and all of this, Pay cash. you know, fucking bullshit and yeah. deal and deal with cash. And that is what requires the, the security and all that stuff. It sucks. It's, it's garbage. Well, I'm really glad that you mentioned banks and payment processes yeah. because they were a huge reason um, as to why Backpage went. So let's go back in time um, to 2018. Oh, remember then. Um, Halcyon days, maybe? By um, no, well. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess well, so. Compa yes compared no. to this, like, yeah, compared yeah. to the modern so, day. So this, there is, there is a, um, a law, there's section 230 of the 1996 Communications Decency Act, right? Which is basically one of the things that grants the internet, like the reason that the internet is as free as it is, is in a large part down to section 230, uh, which is no provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. This is what kind of makes websites like Reddit, Facebook, Twitter immune from a lot of shit yeah. because it basically is the loophole that lets the internet thrive on user-generated content without holding the platforms and internet service providers accountable for what is on those websites, right? And it is an incredible, incredible thing. And then the SESTA-FOSTER bills were put through by Trump, which is the Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act and Fight Online Sex Trafficking Act, um, which meant that like found a loophole that said online platforms could be held liable if they hosted ads for sex, which then um, when that kind of all went through, Visa and MasterCard 
pulled their support for websites like Backpage. Craigslist removed their seeking ads. Reddit removed like a bunch of stuff. And then the creators of the the founders of Backpage were then indicted under Fester, Sester Foster. Mm. So it's like, it's very dicey, like dangerous stuff. And then especially when you hear that sex workers actually find that these these bills that were put forward to protect them are actually making their jobs more difficult because now they can't vet people online. Right. Because right, no yeah. website wants to house that stuff. But anyway, that's like, that's the kind of, we've seen this happen before. Right. But the big, big inciting incident for OnlyFans um, was December 2020. What were you doing in December 2020? Crying. Mm -hmm. December 2020 was not even that long ago, and no. I can't even Nine remember. Nine months ago. I cannot remember. Right? I, well, it, was a, it was a long winter. It was mm -hmm. a long winter. On the 4th of December, on the fourth day of Christmas, the New York Times gave to me an article by Nicholas Kristof. Allegedly. That alleged, well, they, we'll get into this in a second because you fucking Pornhub, man. That alleged that there was a lot of unlawful content, including revenge porn, um, sexual assault, um, unconsensual um, pornography, including minors. I remember like, this, yeah. This was a huge fucking deal. And so, like, if you think about it now, it's like, it wasn't, this This was in the opinion section in the, in the New York Times, but it got, like, a big full spread. Like, it was a huge, huge deal. That was on the 4th. And then on the 8th, uh, Pornhub announced, okay, we, you know, these are all the measures that we're going to undertake to protect abuse victims, um, including a ban on unverified users uploading videos. And you would kind of think that, oh, like, measures are being taken. That's great. December 10th, MasterCard and Visa cut off all payment processing to Pornhub. Mm. which is a huge, huge deal. So Pornhub now, mm. I think, is like it takes bank transfers and crypto. So December 14th, Pornhub removes the majority of its unverified content, which means, uh, and this is from Motherboard, they had 13.5 million videos, which then went down to 4.7 million mm. videos. And so if you want to talk about the really, really fucked up thing here is that Pornhub knew that all of that shit was on its website. And like, I have read a lot of news stories and like accounts of like poor people who have been the victims of revenge porn who can't get Pornhub to reply to them to have their videos oh, taken Jesus. down. It's so fucked up. So Pornhub knew that was all on there. Wait, wait, wait. They, they had 13 and a half total million, uh, million videos total? That was, that was the total amount of videos. And then At it went time. down to under five? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was huge. So they did like a basically a nuke all the amateur unverified mm. stuff. Got it, got it, guys. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so we're not yeah. implying that it was like. Oh, no, no, that was not all wrong stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. There was just anything that was, it was unverified. Yeah, it was got indiscriminate. It, got it, got it. it was like, yeah. it was like Thanos snapping. Yeah. It was random, dis got dispassionate. Yeah. Sure. Like if you, and so, yeah, the thing is, is like Pornhub knew it was there. And the only thing that made them do it was the threat of the money going. Like, there was no legal uh, yeah. impetus here. There was, like, no legal action. It was literally just MasterCard going, well, nah, this we don't want to be involved. Yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. to, like, once again, like, to emphasize what Lucy said there, people were contacting Pornhub saying, someone has taken video of me against my will, consent, and non-consensually, and put this on the website that is being accessed by millions. Please take it down. And they ignored it. The moment payment 
companies and banks came knocking and were like, we're going to take the money away, they nuked it all instantly. Like, it's wild. And, and I think actually, so MasterCard and Visa are still not back on Pornhub. But then you can see, like, those are the small pebbles at the start of the avalanche because now we're here at the OnlyFans situation. So there was a blog that came out at the time from Pluralistic.net that was weirdly prescient. Um, and, like, the blog, the blog, like, kind of goes into, like, really good detail and it kind of presents the moral quandary, which is at the, the heart of this, which is, like, you know, obviously non-consensual pornography and all of that is is incredibly wrong. The victims need to be supported and there needs to be action undertaken by the authorities to ensure that it's prosecuted properly. So this, you know, thing happening with Pornhub could be classed as a win. However, this wasn't legal action. This was payment processes deciding on what they essentially thought was acceptable. Hmm. Um, and so F.org notes that like we as a society have not granted MasterCard the authority to police the internet. And yet they are so big that they have the ability to do that. And that's quite scary. Mm-hmm. And it's also, it's like, it's not just in porn that this has happened. Like uh, Pluralistic noted that like Visa and MasterCard threats have been used to block or shut down journalism. Um, they blocked all payments for WikiLeaks uh, a few years ago. Uh, all donations. Um, self-published books. There was a, uh, a publisher, an indie publisher called Smashwords, who was then stopped from publishing um, like sexually explicit fiction. Um, dating services as well, like have been have been threatened. Uh, and then this other quote from Pluralistic is like, "MindGeek and Pornhub don't need our sympathy, but hard cases make bad law. And with only a few payment processes online." Our ability to engage in legal conduct will always be at the mercy mm. of Visa, MasterCard, and a handful mm. of others. Mm. So it's kind of like when you think about it in those regards, it's terrifying because it's like, what are they going to come for next? And yeah. this is, yeah, I mean, the things, no- yeah, the things that you consume are at the mercy of these banks to decide that they don't like it like this isn't this is like a stretch but it could be that at some point down the road mastercard decides that it doesn't like video games because they have guns in them and suddenly it's like we're not going to be supporting any platform that has uh, first person shooters on them that's and there's nothing that you can do about that yeah that's the kind of like a hard extreme but it's not far from that Scary. And so, yeah. I mean, there's an, there, there is another part to the story that I, I absolutely want to acknowledge, but I think it is worth going into in its own episode because it is way more complex than you can kind of give it credit for. And that is um, the guy who originally wrote the New York Times article, uh, Nicholas Kristof. Um, like, this has been his axe to grind for years. Like, um, victims of sexual trafficking and he originally was one of the people who kind of like really came hard for um like came after Backpage very heavily a few years ago right um he wrote a piece about like the uh, Somali Mam Foundation which is a whole other like really fucked up topic where this woman was saying that she was a victim of sex trafficking and had all these stories like she was time 100 most influential people of the year and uh she had an autobiography had this foundation raised millions and then it turns out that the, a lot of like there was this big expose in newsweek that like it 
a lot of it was fabricated. What? And she, yeah, she made other girls lie for her. And what? yeah, it like, there's a whole fucked up thing. But Christoph, the guy from New York Times, was like, he like spoke about that all the time. Like he told those stories over and over again. And um, in New York Times, like he wrote up and there has been, I think it was on the New York Times. It was like, he's never been made to answer for that. Hmm. Um, but also the other thing is like, there's a matter of conservative Christian groups and their involvement in all of this. Like Christoph used um, someone who is related to like a very wild Christian conservative group um, as uh, as a source in um, mm. in this, and so it's like, yeah, if you want to go down the the lobbying, it's Christian stuff, which I personally like. I have to acknowledge that is a huge, huge part of it. I'm just trying to keep it to like the payment processes today, right, right, right. And also, like, I didn't want to do it a disservice because the the conversation and the subject matter is so. Like it's such a big. I don't want to do it wrong. No, I mean, yeah, you 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 do the research and you start to uncover other stuff, and you're just like, uh huh, and yeah. then it's like, well, how many you know tentacles do we really have in this? Thing? Yeah, but I understand what you're saying. I don't think anyone needs to be convinced that a religious groups have a great deal of sway, um, especially in America, where Christianity is a, a major religion. And the imp, and also the idea of lobbying companies and members of Congress, is a very common and effective way of pushing through specific ideologies that have widespread impact on, I don't know, regulation. Yeah. Down down to just daily life, basically. Sure. Yeah. So you yeah. can you can kind of track the 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 Pornhub stuff from like these these groups through to this article through to this this vic apparent victory when really it's like a way more multifaceted and like quite a very kind of scary approach when it comes to like looking at the the future and freedoms of the internet and so let's go and take it back to only fans then okay, okay um so from october 1st that's the deadline that they're giving um and it's because mastercard has updated its policy so clearly after Sester Foster, yeah. So online platforms could be held liable for sex ads. Um, Mastercard are obviously like, well, are we liable because they want to? They want to try and weed out illegal activity because they are, are afraid that they, in any case, might be complicit because their payment processing was used to purchase illicit and illegal material. Right. And so their um, their new policy is like any website that is going to be dealing with the um, the sale and purchase of illicit material, every user needs to be verified, as well as everyone who appears in each video. Everything needs to be reviewed before posting. It's like they, they have set this demands and they can set those demands because they're huge. Think about how often, how, like everyone you know has a MasterCard, everyone you know has a Visa. They are... Yeah, it's... the like, it's, uh, Yeah, I mean, the they're... There is mm. a sense of it being a, a monopoly in a lot of ways, um, yeah. but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's that's the thing is it's when you have no other, there's no other way to do it, and yeah. I and I I know there's going to be people being like, well, that's why there's crypto, and it's just like, I mean, Edward Snowden's already been banging that drum. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anyway. Yeah, and another so episode. <laughs> another episode of crypto, um, but like. 
OnlyFans has clearly decided that that is not worth doing. And actually a very, very recent expose from the BBC, I think it was today or yesterday, came out and it was like, OnlyFans doesn't moderate its platform well at all. Mm. Um, they talk about, you know, three strikes for bad material. Um, it's but like more leeway given to bigger accounts, um, moderators, you know, claiming that everything's all like, or at least the, the website claiming that everything's all cleaned up. And then the BBC just like Googled stuff and it was like, oh, it's right there. Yeah. There's stuff like bestiality on that platform. It's like just accessible. It's just there. And so, yeah, they've decided that moderation's not going to be a thing. Um, and so the thing that interests me at this point where it's like, yeah, MasterCard are updating its policy to weed out specifically sexual stuff. However, if you look at platforms like, look what's happening at Twitch, mm. look what's happening on Twitter, like none of this is being done to crack down on like racism or the Nazis or anything like that. It's they've come for sex work first. And that's why it's like a very weirdly scary, it's it's like a scary thing to watch happen. Uh, and MasterCard has obviously come out and said, well, we were not involved in the decision and only fans to take to restrict that content. But it's like, well, what other fucking choice were they going to have? Mm. Um, it is, it's one of those like very insidiously targeted um, restrictions that, yeah, by the wording of it on paper, it looks like it's just done to protect themselves, themselves and is feels like it could have broad implications, but it very clearly has a specific target in mind. And that is people who are legally... Um, engaging in sex work on online platforms and being able to do that safely um, yeah. for their own benefit. Because like, as I said previously, a lot of people have made um, successful careers out of, uh, you know, their sex work uh, on on platforms like OnlyFans um, in the last couple of years, especially during the pandemic. Um, and it's just mad that they would be this like callous and and like it, it is heartless in many ways um, 100%. um about it yeah. yeah and it's just like it's the next you know the next in a long line of ways that sex workers have been um just refused help by you know like all of these safeguards to make it safer to do and like so there's a, there's a really good article on CNN um, that kind of really breaks down this uh, this whole topic, but they do they do make a really good point to mention that like payment processes are protected by Section two thirty mm. as well, which kind of gives them the legal immunity. But like they've been spooked in the past, like back back page. Is that what it's called? Back page. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, had adverts for prostitution on there. They were spooked by. Uh, the New York Times stuff looking into um, non non-consensual porn on Pornhub. And they are just like terrified of, of, you know, being seen to not be supporting it, but it's like those transactions are happening using their payment processing. And so it's like, they don't want to be like culpable for that. And so it's, it's like, at the same time, it's like, it's such a weird topic because some of the stuff is good. Like some of the, the things that have happened are good. Like, changes in the way the Pornhub is doing things, but it's the fact that these huge, huge 
finance companies have the sway yeah. to do that. And so it's like, what's the next thing that they're going to do? And especially when you consider OnlyFans, which is like been such a lifeline to so many people, especially during the pandemic. Um, you know, you're taking away the careers of people who have been working so hard. Like you're, you're just taking all that away and you're leaving all these people in the dirt and they built your platform. It's fucking terrifying. Anyway, like how does, how does this not happen again? Bunch of folks from OnlyFans are moving onto other platforms, but I can honestly like, Maybe I'm just too much of a pessimist, but I can just see the problems following well, unless you get into crypto, which is... Well, that well, well, that's the thing. Before you get on the crypto thing, it's like, yes, you the the pieces have been put into place that allow for this, right? Mm-hmm. That you've basically tethered all of these things to being people being uh, afraid that they won't be able to... Uh, uh, you know, process transactions, right? Like mm-hmm. you're taking the money away out of it. Once you take the money, then then there's like this domino effect. And guess what? Like you get something as absurd. Like the idea of OnlyFans turning its back on on sex workers is like the most idiotic thing. Like that mm-hmm. means up is down, left is right, right? Like it's mm-hmm. it, it's it's so um it, I ridiculous mean, I, on its it, face, right? It, like. It would be like ESPN suddenly announcing they don't do sports anymore. Yeah. They're like, like We're what just are you gonna... talking about? That's yeah. what you're known for. Yeah. That's it. And so that's what that's where the story's at at the minute. Um, like I say, it's been just a few days, but it's, you know. So, so what, what, um, so where are all these people going? Like, what are they doing? So I did find a good mashable article about this. I was, I was surprised to see how many are just like, Obviously, a lot of them are taking to Twitch and they're just doing like gaming and stuff like that, which is a way to support them. Like if you find Mm -hmm. a sex worker, uh, it's a lot of the big name ones that are like hanging out on Twitch. And I've stumbled upon quite a few of them, like amazingly, like, for example, Sasha Gray, for example. Um, So, for example, twice there, I found her on there because she was in the Sekiro category because I was looking for a Sekiro streamer to (laughs) see if there's anyone streaming. And she was whooping ass in the Sekiro category. I was like, aren't you a porn star? And then I found out like she's like been streaming for a while. No, she's a gamer. Uh, And she's a she's a gamer. And she's like and there's a few others as well that like a pop up there and they usually do pretty well. They're, They're like amongst the most popular Twitch streamers. But that removes a key part of the service they provide. Right. Like they well, there there are you know only fans esque websites. There's like yeah. Fan Centro, Many Vids. I'm just going through this mashup article. It's like my girlfriend, AVN Stars, uh, just for fans, is my girl and loyal fans. And so these places all have their pros and cons. Some take you know the same twenty percent cut that OnlyFans did. Some can take twenty to forty percent of sales. Um, and, you know, there are all these nascent websites kind of cropping up to try and fill the void that OnlyFans is going to leave. But it's like, but at the again, same time, it's it's yeah. it's them having to uproot and, and change everything just to keep surviving because they keep getting shut down. And it's like, oh, Christ. And, and the, the also when that happens, when something like this happens with OnlyFans, the new options that appear have more leverage than they previously did. So they can do things like jack up the profit margins for right, themselves right, right. because mm-hmm. there's nothing else. There's no other option. Yeah, like right? where else are you going to? Yeah. So so does this get 
Does this, so, I mean, let's just play, you know, fantasy world for a second. Does this get fixed through legislation or does it get fixed through like banks just fucking growing the fuck up? And I have no idea, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think there is going to be a solve for this. Yeah, there's and no, again, like that sounds pessimistic, but I just, if you think about the, the cat and mouse relationship tech technology and porn has had, I, I mean, like it's just going to happen again and again and again, unless I don't, I don't want to sound like a crypto bro at all, but like, that's the thing that people are throwing around where it's like. Well, crypto doesn't have these restrictions. Like this is um, Ryan Broderick, who does um, Garbage Day. Like in in his Friday issue, he even mm -hmm. said like this seems like the sort of thing that crypto was kind of built for. Yeah, guys. right. Like would this actually yeah. be the first thing that people could all get behind? If yeah, in, in the of world crypto? of crypto, obviously, like the problem is at the end of that, you've got certain types of people benefiting off crypto in a massive way. Who knows how that's going to work? Like cryptos are yeah. weird and. Yeah, odd, odd place that we're not even sure the ways that that could be subverted yet. But as it stands, crypto does seem like to be the place where you can get around some of these legal um, uh, loopholes and also right, the like, the out yeah the outsized uh, impact that banking companies have. Right, it seemed like the the original spirit of it was maybe perhaps kind of made for in a way. Mm. Um, yeah, mm. yeah. There's, there's not really any like. The problem you have is it's a, it's the, this problem is so big, or the, the opposition is so big. It's literally banks. It's Mastercard. It's yeah. Visa. It's like banks, and they have very. There's little to no one that they answer to. They control the economy of the world. They control pretty much how, how things move and shake in the world so you're not really going to be like stop doing this unless there is a massive like groundswell of support in favor of sex workers right and that's what i was getting at right because you know the more and more again i think i think weed is probably a decent example analogy to use in all this mm. um because of the rapidly increasing acceptance of uh recreational marijuana one would assume that if weed ever became federally legal, you would all of a sudden have banks being like, yeah, come on in. Like mm -hmm. there's, there's no risk. It's the risk, right? Like that's what it is. Yeah. I, I guess that's what it is. So maybe it's not, you know, maybe it is some sort of acceptance or like a law situation, but I don't, I don't know. Like, there has to be a way you can't like, I feel like you are, cre you are creating an imbalance now when you mm -hmm. go after sex workers that mm -hmm. this planet is not prepared to deal with. So I feel like the and, and also you talk about, look, not every, I think pornography is much more universal than marijuana. Um, so, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. Very, very heavy stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know because i was like honestly the um that that's all that's all i've got that's that on that um as michael heim would say um <laughs> is like it's just such a sad and infuriating story to dig into but when i was like looking at other things to cover for this week's episode of the show i was like well, there's a weird meme where people are putting baked beans on doorsteps or you know like fun funny shit like that and i was like really though this is a show about the internet and like this this story has so many more implications 
And I thought it would be cool to Absolutely. Get I mean... To... Not very you... fun, though. Not very no, fun. Well, look. Not, it's, it's educational. When you say this is the this is the internet, yes, mm -hmm. that is the internet. We mm. had to cover porn at some point, and we're covering an Episode important four. thing, right? <laughs> yeah, we got there. Yeah, we, I mean, look, it took four, but like, yes, the internet is mm -hmm. porn. They mm -hmm. are they go hand in hand, like peanut butter and jelly. That's does what it, it is. Does anyone want the internet? Does anyone want to hear my John Ronson impression again? Yeah, yeah, get, yeah, yeah, yeah. porn. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. I haven't heard the original. I just think yours is so funny. I gotta go it back sounds and exactly it. Like sounds exactly it sounds exactly the same. It sounds exactly like that. It's that's the thing so that's so bad. good. Uh, anyway. Very soothing. Thank you very much, Lucy. That was that was great. I've made myself mad. Um, yeah. Going down that rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there's a... That's what's happening. That is what's happening. And the message from this should be support sex workers yeah. who, who need yeah. your help. You know, don't act like you ain't diddling your bits, getting excited now and then to some, to some sex diddling. workers. We know. Um, you're we doing know. it. There's nothing to be ashamed of. I personally have never done it. I've never done yeah. it. You know? Never, never no, done anything even, legal. I don't know what a porn <laughs> yeah. is. If as far as I <laughs> Oh, is that the chess, the chess, uh, the chess, the chess uh, piece? Yeah, I love the chess piece. Yeah, support the chess pieces. But seriously, support sex workers, um, and and keep an eye on this stuff more than anything because yeah, banks are up to some shit, and it will they will change the way you use the internet while you're not looking. Today it's it's porn. Tomorrow it could be like we don't like those cartoons, those Japanese cartoons. Yeah. Not a fan of those. And there, before you know, it, anime is gone. You hate to see it. You hate to say first, it. First they came after porn, then they came after anime. Where and were you? Then they came after mechanical keyboards and pinball. What? And, oh, now yeah. I'm listening. Hey. See, as, if I'm saying, saying, as if I wasn't with porn. <laughs> 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 Anyways, if you enjoyed that episode of The Very Online Show, you can hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Tomorrow H. Lucy is. Lucy James Games. And Jeff is. At Jeff Bacalar. Let us know what you thought of that episode and also what you'd like to see us tackle because we are looking at what's happening now and what will be happening, but we're also willing to go back into the annals of history, annals yeah. of history, Pawn. To, uh, to look at um, some uh, old internet stuff that might be worth covering. Oh, yeah. And if you aren't already um, watching the previous episodes, make sure you do that. Leave some comments on there and check out all the other Giant Bomb Premium shows because there's a whole lot of amazing content out there right now. So much. So, so much. It's overwhelming. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Pawn. <laughs>